Welcome to the 757 Connection, the best way to stay connected in your community. From the lens of the youth, we will give our best take on what's going on. My name is Henry. My name is Caleb. My name is Jamal. And we are the, the 757, 757 Connection. Guys, today we have a special guest today, none other than our Phoebus High School counselor, Miss Hodges. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? First of all, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity to talk to you today on the 757 Connection. An awesome podcast and a phenomenal podcast. I'm so excited. My name is C.V. Hodges, and I am the mother of three amazing young adults. I'm a student, a prior student of Hampton City Schools. I attended ODU for my undergraduate in sociology and my graduate from Norfolk State University, Behold the Green and Gold, with my master's in um, urban education. I have been working as a professional school counselor um, for mm, a little over 15 years. I'm the Freshman Academy counselor here at Phoebus High School, and I love working with young people. Thank you for that. Now, um, as a school counselor, what are some things that you see regarding uh, students' mental health? Well, some things that I see um, as a counselor regarding mental health is that it is on the increase. Young people are dealing with so many issues in and outside of school. These issues can be a barrier or hindrance to their education. As a counselor, I work with students that deal with anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, self-harming, grief, stress, and not really being able to control their emotions. Again, these issues affect their academics, their relationships, and their ability to get along with other people. Some of these young people don't understand or know how to handle their emotions. Therefore, sometimes their responses to these issues will result in them acting out, walking out of class, arguing with adults, and even lashing out at others instead of addressing the real issue. Okay, thank you for that. What are some ways we can help to improve mental health? Well, as I think about mental health, some ways that... Um, I think can help improve mental health is first acknowledging that there are issues. Um, Don't stigmatize anyone or make people feel bad if they do have issues. Um, Allow them and provide a safe space for them to talk about their issues. Um, And also don't judge them. If they come and talk to you and say that they have issues, don't judge them and make them feel bad because they have issues. And refer students to any outside agency for additional support. I think that's good. You know, it tends to be a certain level of, you know, we everybody doesn't know how to deal with their issues. Mm-hmm. So we feel like you we need to be more aware of what issues that people may have and more aware of ways that we can, you know, allow them to receive the help that they need. So I think that's really good. Um, statistically, we tend to see more mental health problems in um, our community, the African-American youth. What's your belief as to why that may be? Well, you know what? I think this is a very interesting question because um, we do see mental health in problems in the African-American culture because of the challenges that we face, that the challenges that the youth face on a day-to-day basis. Um, in their homes, the challenges they face in their homes, in their environment, in their community, due to their family dynamic. And what I mean by that is if they live with a single parent, 
or if they live with a family member, sometimes um, our youth, they, they're not currently living with their family. So sometimes they have to live outside of their immediate family. Um, they have to work to help provide in their homes. Um, there are also other factors that some um, African-American youth face. But I think that um, with, these, with these factors, it does create a stigma because um, we don't want to address it. Right. We don't want to address it and, and we don't want to think that there is an issue. Mm -hmm. Some other factors that I think um, that hinder us from seeking help is because, um, of course, the high cost of mental health. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the insurance companies, uh, the, the families may not have the insurance to cover the mental health services. Also, sometimes families feel ashamed or embarrassed that they do have issues within the family. Um, of course, there's the cultural stigma of the mental health, but then there's also lack of diversity in mental health. Right. Sometimes in, in African-American culture, we want to talk to someone that kind of look like us, you know, that they may understand us better, um, the things that we're going through. And then um, I think that even even with those factors and with those things that challenge us, I still think that um, we should be open and, and ready to uh, seek help that we need to help us to be better. That's good. Yes, so how can we end the stigma of not talking about our issues? Well, I think that in order to end the stigma of talking about our issues is to offer young people, and not just young people, offer anyone a safe space. Um, we're here at, at school. Um, if students come in and they're dealing with issues or facing issues, I always offer a safe space. I always give them the opportunity to talk about anything that they, you know, that they need to talk about. Um, I give them the opportunity to talk without cutting them off. Sometimes as students are talking or young people or people in general talk, they, you know, they're pouring out and they're expressing everything. So if I stop and ask questions, it will cut off that flow. Um, it also, um, if giving them a listening ear, sometimes I don't always talk. And I tell my young people when they come in, I don't always talk. Um, you know, I just listen. Sometimes people just need a listening ear. Um, it's not always um, it's not always helpful. I'm not going to say helpful, wrong choice of words. We don't always have to say stuff. Okay, just let the you know be there to listen to the person as they talk. Um, and sometimes people just need a reassurance that everything is going to be okay. Um, letting people know that they're not the only ones that have issues. Letting them know that everyone that's walking on this earth has some type of issue. My issue may not be your issue and your issue may not be my issue, but whatever that issue is, it's it's that personal person's issue. Um, reassuring and giving them space that when they're talking, not to be judgmental. Mm. You know, if they say something and you don't agree with it or you have some type of uh, thought about it, don't judge them. Because again, your issue may not be my issue, may, my issue may not be your issue, so um, I won't judge them. Also, 
people will share if they know and understanding that they're not being judged. Right. <clears throat> also help them to understand that they aren't alone. Again, we all have issues, whether you're younger, whether you're middle aged, whether you're seasoned, um, whether you are a student, an adult, a parent, a friend, everyone has issues. So I think that's a way to help people to understand that, um, to open up and share, to help them to heal. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, do you have any advice for the listeners that are listening to our podcast? Well, first of all, my advice would be, if you're dealing with any type of issue, I don't care what it is from A to Z. First of all, you have to acknowledge that you have an issue. Uh, acknowledge that there is a problem. Acknowledge, I mean, that problem may seem, may not seem like it's a big issue to someone else, but acknowledging that there's a problem first. Then the second issue would be discuss it with someone that you trust. Okay, whether it's your parent, you know, some young people, they don't like talking to their parents because they may think, oh, my parent don't understand. They're a little bit older. But if you can't talk to your parent, talk to a trusted adult. Talk to um, a responsible adult. Talk to a counselor, whether it's a school counselor or a counselor outside. If you attend church or a synagogue or your house of worship, talk to your pastor. Um, if you're employed, talk to your employer. Third, be willing to open up and be truthful about whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever that is that you're going through, what you're thinking, um, things that you have encountered. Some people, um, they don't want to share about the things that they've encountered because they're embarrassed or they feel ashamed. So they're closed off. They don't want to open up. But it's important to be able to open up and share about those things. Four, you have to do the work to get better. Okay? In order to get better, you have to do the work. And what I mean by that is if you talk to a counselor and the counselor tells you to journal, journal, right? Okay, the more and more you get those things up, the more and more it's going to help you. So journal or even write a letter. If the counselor tells you to write a letter or to do some type of homework, do that homework. Fifth, Know that getting better or healing is a process. It may not take overnight. Um, you may not heal in a specific time frame, but know that it's a process. It's a journey. Also, um, work on, uh, know that getting better, it will again, it will take work, and you may experience all kinds of emotions going through this process. You may one day be happy, sad, crying, but know that you are on that process and journey of being healed. And you may also want to give up because you don't see the healing fast enough. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just keep working. Tell yourself. You have to also talk to yourself. Um, it's okay to talk to yourself and talk, you know, do that self-talk. Okay, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm working on myself. I'm, I'm doing better. It's like an athlete. If you're an athlete or if you're working towards something, you may not always see the improvement. You may not always see that things are working, but the more and more you work at it, it'll get better. So that would be my advice to listeners if you are dealing with any kind of issue. That's deep. 
Well, we want to thank you for your time, Ms. Hodges. Um, we want to thank our listeners. Um, we will be providing a list of some social media outlets that you may be able to um, look forward to in terms of mental health and help your mental health. Um, we want to thank you for giving us your time and you. for the knowledge. And we want to say you're never too young to make a change. Thank you. Thank you.